welcome to Mind Your Business, the Plymouth Area Chamber of Commerce podcast series. I'm Bob Nolette, Director of Communications and Events for the Plymouth Area Chamber of Commerce, and I'm here today with Megan Doherty, our Director of Membership Relations and Events. Welcome, Meg. Hello, thanks for having me. Absolutely, we are back. This is our second podcast, and we are so excited to be doing these. And, um, you know, we hear day in and day out um, from our members that they're actually scared or overwhelmed of social media and video, and how do they incorporate that within their business. Yes, a lot of our our members know how important it is, but they don't know how to utilize it for themselves, so. Absolutely, I think it's a bit daunting for them. Um, There's just so many options out there and there's so many different avenues that they can go that they Mm -hmm. just don't really know what's right for their specific business. Right. Not to mention time consuming as well. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A lot of small businesses don't have the resources mm-hmm. to be able to be constantly updating film and, and video to their site. Yes. Um, so that's why we thought it'd be a good idea to bring in one of our members today. Uh, we have Matt Mulligan in studio with us from Hawk Visuals, um, who will kind of discuss about the different topics um, of social media, mm-hmm. using video for your business, and also um, a part of his business, which is all about drones yes. and how to incorporate drone footage and whatnot. Yes. So welcome, Matt. We're happy to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So, Matt, do you just want to tell us a little bit about Hawk Visuals and how you got into this industry? Yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, a little bit interesting how I get into it. I was an architect before doing all this. Yeah, so I was going to say, because we met even before this was your primary business, so it's so great to see you so successful. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it started off as a hobby, really. So mm-hmm. I was in school and I graduated and worked in Plymouth, and I had a drone as a hobby. Mm-hmm. And just kind of kept picking it up, posting pictures of landscapes and stuff in Plymouth. And pretty quickly, randomly, I had a real estate agent say, hey, would you mind you know, shooting a house that I have on the market? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, sure. So she asked how much, and I Googled how much to charge for a drone <laughs> shoot. <laughs> and I just, you know, 50 bucks, whatever it was. So I did that one, and then eventually I kept doing more and more. and. Uh, after, God, two and a half years of doing odds and ends jobs, I quit my job as an architect to do this full time. And it's grown a lot since then. So now it's not just drones. We do conventional video. Um, a lot of it's video heavy because mm-hmm. like you said in the beginning, like people just get frustrated with using video and they get confused on how to use it. So right. we do that. And then we also implement social media. So how do you properly get your message out there on social media? So did you go to school for video? How did you nope. incorporate drones into the whole video aspect? Uh, I had no background in video at all. I think mm-hmm. like most of us, we all have some affinity towards photography and videography. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watched tons and tons of YouTube mm-hmm. and uh, just kept practicing and just practice and practice and got really good at it. And the advantage for me with video was because drones were coming up more popular, not everybody could have access to fly 400 feet up in the air above Plymouth Harbor and mm. take a photo or a video. So for me, it was kind of a great tool to set myself apart from other people on uh, social media. Right. That's great. And, and congratulations for taking that leap, you know, Thank out you. of a secure, you know, job with a steady income to, you know, branching off and starting your own business like that. That's a big leap to tapes, take. So congratulations on that being Thank successful you. for you. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, interesting. I mean, I, luckily enough, my family supportive and mm-hmm. my girlfriend was supportive. So mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to quit my job. Like, yeah, go for it. Do it. I was like, all right. So you have like no, no, no problems. Like, no, just, you're going to do well. So <laughs> that's it, awesome. it's great to have people like that who can support you and and uh, hopefully get you going in the business too, so. Do you have any advice for those people that maybe want to turn their hobby into a career? 
if you can, which is the way I did it, if you can work your full-time job, but figure out how to incorporate your hobby in there somewhere, like I would work in the morning, so mm-hmm. sunrise, go to work. At lunch, I would make phone calls and emails for my clients. Then after work, I would work. So I could fit in the entire day. Again, right. I was working 15-hour days, and I still do that a little bit now. But mm-hmm. if you can work your full-time job, but get your hobby up and running to start without quitting right away, at least that way, when you're like, okay, I'm sick of what I'm doing, I want to go full-time, at least you have kind of a backlog sure. of work you can do. That's it's, great. It's hard to just jump ship without right. having anything. So I was lucky enough that I had enough clients that I could probably make a go at it if it didn't go anywhere. So that's, that's great. a big thing. Well, and thank you, you know, for being uh, a supportive chamber member and uh, always supporting our initiatives and you guys are awesome, doing so. stuff for us. Thank you. So let's talk about, you know, I think what a lot of our listeners will be interested in as well is the, the social media aspect of mm-hmm. it. What are some of the trends that you're seeing right now with social media? So I think a lot of it, and it's going to sound weird, but a lot of people on social media are weary of information. I think a lot of it's coming from the whole fake news thing, and Facebook got hit with that Cambridge Analytics last year, a right. months ago. So like, there's a lot of stuff that people just aren't trusting on social media. So I think people are, they need information that they can trust, and they need to see people giving information. So whenever I do videos or advocate videos to people like you, you're the face of the company. You should be in front of the camera talking. Mm-hmm. If you're a real estate agent and you're selling yourself, you should be in front of the camera saying it. Right. That way people can trust you, they can connect with you, and there's no kind of mystery behind it. That's a huge thing for us right now and a mm-hmm. trend I'm seeing is kind of regaining trust of your clients and your followers and things like that. Uh, long-form content is pretty popular. I mean, YouTube, you can watch you know an hour-long right. video and people are watching video more so now than ever. I right. feel like when you need to know how to do something, everyone automatically just goes to it's YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Right. How to I mean, tie a tie. YouTube, perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's the biggest video platform. It is, and yeah. it's no reason, you know, it, it makes sense why. I mean, there's just, you can watch anything. And it's you so can, easy too. It is. Yeah. yeah. But you can get lost in the whole, you know, watching puppies and kittens, and then you go <laughs> watch something else. It gets kind of right. a, a crazy thing. But right. uh, long form video is huge, especially on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is, of course, still, Facebook and Instagram are still the big players. But mm-hmm. what I think too is LinkedIn is becoming a bit more of a platform to do more stuff on. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people use LinkedIn for posting jobs and finding jobs. It's mm-hmm. not like that anymore. People are now posting. So it's still relevant to professionals. So they're posting articles and videos and photos, but it's still a platform that is far outshined from Facebook and Instagram. So it's an opportunity to get on there and actually build up an audience that you can then leverage to connect Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. YouTube, website, the whole the whole thing. And I almost feel like, you know, uh, LinkedIn's almost becoming like a, a coming around again. I feel like it was there. People mm-hmm. used it, you know, we used it in college for, like you said, networking, getting contacts, getting exactly. your resume out there. And then I feel like it kind of quieted down for a little bit and the focus oh, yeah, shifted. Yeah, a lot of people forget about LinkedIn. And now all of a sudden, that's all we hear about is, mm-hmm. is get back on LinkedIn, make mm-hmm. sure they're up to date, really kind of put your, your focus on LinkedIn profiles again, mm-hmm. because yeah. LinkedIn themselves are, are changing their platform to kind of, totally. I think, adjust with the trends that they're seeing in 2019. Totally, so do you totally. find that LinkedIn is user-friendly? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the same as far as what I'm concerned with Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. where you get, like, a direct feed sure. and comments and likes. It's, it's, again, it's more professional-based. So, right. mm-hmm. like, another trend that I'm seeing is you should post a lot of content, especially on Facebook and Instagram. So mm-hmm. I think LinkedIn, for me at least, I don't post as frequently on there. I post things that are more relevant to business. Right. Like, if I talk about, you know, 
tips to how to grow your business mm-hmm. or how to quit your job, like that kind of self help poster. I'll keep the kind of core audience building stuff on Facebook and Instagram for now, at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe LinkedIn eventually has more user friendly capabilities down the road, but I just think Facebook and Instagram are the two core ones that people should be focusing on. Right. And even now, so today, Instagram released, I think it's called um, Marketplace or something. I forget what they call it actually, but you can actually now purchase things on Instagram directly. So like brands like LinkedIn, Adidas, mm-hmm. Michael Kors are rolling out. So you can actually buy stuff in app on Instagram, wow. which is going to be huge. It's yeah, going to be, I think, a game changer. Right now you have to go out of the app and mm-hmm. build a website. So it's just, it's going to be so hard to compete with those two big brands. So LinkedIn, I'm sure, is going to try to figure out ways of, of right. getting their audience bigger, I'm sure. Yeah, so I know you had mentioned growing your business. So how is social media, how is it important in growing your business and your reach? It's, I mean, I think the most obvious part is you could post a video or a photo and reach hundreds of people. Right. Whereas before, you what, you make mailers or you go door knocking, mm-hmm. which I still think those are, you still have to do that in your business. But the fact that you could post something and reach so many people so easily yeah. is just, it's a no brainer. So the fact that you can get an audience, you can get them to trust you, you can mm-hmm. post content frequently, you can get them to follow your stuff, like your stuff, share your stuff. It's just this big pot of whirlwinding people that can just be involved with your business. So if you're not using it, I feel like you're kind of left out in the cold, unfortunately, because it's just such an important part to society right now. So I know a lot of people are saying, how often should you post and like the quality versus quantity? Like what would you recommend for that? And I think, and just just to add, you know, I think what we struggle with sometimes at the chamber Mm -hmm. on posting is, do you post the same thing on all the platforms? Mm -hmm. So if we're promoting an event, do we post that same exact flyer on all three platforms or should we switch it up should we do them at different times throughout the day i think a lot of businesses struggle with that you know quantity versus quality and and how often should they post and what should they post yeah yeah i mean as far as frequency is concerned for me uh more is better Mm -hmm. but there's also a big balance i just did a video on this last week so there's production value and overall value of the message you're giving out there if people are too focused on production value then they're quantity is going to go down. So they might Mm -hmm. do two nice videos, but then that's kind of it. People that focus on quantity, their production value might be low. The the lighting might be bad. The Mm -hmm. audio might be bad. So there's a fine balance between that. So it's hard for me to say post five days a week, post seven days a week. You just kind of have to figure out that balance for what works for you. Mm -hmm. And also your message should be good. So for me, I try to do at least four days a week. I try to do five days a week if I can. Mm -hmm. And it ranges from the work that I do, to uh, video t- um, testimonials from clients or just talking about my business. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get reviews that you can kind of link on your page and show, hey, this person left me a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, drone photos. I mean, I have a lot of stuff that I could right. post because I'm a production company. Right. But mm-hmm. wh- whatever your, 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 your kind of customer or your, your business is, you can post anything from videos, photos, articles, and it kind of ranges from when you should post. Again, people say like, Monday at four o'clock is good to post on Instagram where it might Mm -hmm. be 12 o'clock on Facebook. Those are all, you can kind of research it yourself, but there's so many different stats that show when the post. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, for me, it's, it's, you should post as much as you physically can while maintaining good production value Mm -hmm. versus also getting the quant, I guess the content is also uh, good as as well. The message you're delivering should Mm -hmm. be as good as your production value. That's, that's great advice. And I think that will be very helpful for our members, you Mm -hmm. know, because that's what we hear is, 
They just don't know when, how much. And yeah. right. It's really kind of case by case and what it works really for their is. business. Yeah. And, you know, if let's say you make a Facebook video that's four minutes long, mm-hmm. whatever it happens to be, you could pretty easily chop that up into less than a minute segments for Instagram. So I do it all the time because Instagram is only a minute long at the most for your videos. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you take little teasers, you can tease up that Facebook video so you can drive traffic from Instagram to Facebook. Mm-hmm. So just because you make one video, it's five minutes, doesn't mean that's the only way to use it. And you can chop that up and make it spread right. across a lot of different platforms, mm-hmm. which is what we do now. No, that's great. I think that's a great segue kind of into video. And you've touched upon this of how important you know video is in 2019 and, and moving forward. But what if people don't have the right um, gear or they don't have the right cameras and, and what can a, a small business do? I mean, can, can you do a, a, a decent film or video on your phone? Of course. Yeah. I mean, aside from hiring someone like us, which right. of course, of course, of course, of course. I, I'm going to advocate that. <laughs> hot visuals. Uh, hot right. visuals, media.com. Uh, aside from doing that, which, you know, I know it's not maybe in your budget, but yeah, your, your phone, your tablet, all that stuff works. I mean, our phones now have pretty amazing camera capabilities. So, mm-hmm. and people still love the selfie mode, Facebook live, Instagram stories are huge. People mm-hmm. love the behind the scenes kind of stuff. Yeah. So they're definitely effective. That kind of is to the point I made last time is the quantity or well, the quality of content you're delivering and the production value should be there, but you can still get away with a cell phone. As long as you understand, generally speaking, where light should come from and how high up you should hold it and you know, just understand that you're not going to get the best audio quality, but you can also have external microphones you can put on your phone for right. pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. So 100% you could get away with basically doing all your stuff on a phone if you're on a budget. Absolutely yeah. do it. And if someone were to um, bring in Hawk Visuals to do a video for them or whatnot, mm-hmm. you would come in with all the lighting and, and the cameras Absolutely. and the mics, and you would you know, put together a package for them so they could yep. get a professional quality video that they could use on all their platforms. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can edit, let's say, you know, website might be three minutes. You want maybe an Instagram teaser, less than a minute. We can deliver all this stuff to you. And I think the good thing with us too is uh, we'll also help you with a strategy. Mm-hmm. So right. we'll say, okay, three times a week, we're going to post to Facebook and Instagram on these days, this type of content. And we'll kind of work with, again, it's kind of a case by case thing. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. companies might be very image heavy. Some might be video heavy, but the point is video for us, we want to inject that as much as we can with our clients um, and find that happy medium between how often do you post and the quality of content you're delivering. So why do you think video is so important and why it's so popular now? Do you think it's just the personal, people really like to see that personal I think it's a lot of it. And it's just so easily shared. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you go on Facebook, you'll see tons of just random videos of pets mm-hmm. or family things or Everything. people failing. Yeah. There's just so much you can see. Yeah. Right. And it's also, you can tell a story, quote unquote mm-hmm. story easily, I think in a video as opposed to a photo. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I don't want to read a page long right. about the Cape, uh, Plymouth Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just watch a video right. or whatever business you have. Right. It's just easier to connect with that. Mm-hmm. And I think in turn, people share that more frequently, which is yeah. why I think people see that so much on social media platforms. Mm-hmm. I mean, even I have a, a stat here too. Uh, video, at least at last year, video generates 1200% more shares than text and photo combined. Yeah. So that just shows you the power. That's only one stat. But mm-hmm. again, it's just the accessibility of sharing a video and connecting with that video has way more power right. to me, at least than a photo or, or a yeah, text would I agree. be. And I believe that. I mean, uh, Matt worked with us last year or this past year. Um, on, uh, we did something fun at the chamber. We did a promposal video for a local organization. It was to yeah. create a buzz for um, an adult prom they were having. Um, and so myself and Amy Naples, our executive director, <laughs> put together a promposal video. 
And that went viral for us. Matt filmed it with his drone. We had scenes at the Forefathers Monument mm-hmm. in Plymouth Rock and Brewster Gardens in Plymouth. And that video took off. And the mm-hmm. amount of views that we had on that video, which was, what, 30 seconds? Mm-hmm. If, that, if that, yeah, it was very um, short. It had sound, and it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, it drew so much attention to <laughs> our <laughs> social media pages um, that we, you know, it exploded for us. And it, it just shows that... Um, video is powerful and yeah. people do want to watch yeah. it and they'll and watch it, it over and over again too of course and, and it's then, also relevant sorry it's yeah. also relevant content so right. like if, if you're posting mm-hmm. in Plymouth you should show mm-hmm. Plymouth locations and stuff right so like that's why if you're doing Facebook ads you should target the ad specific to the location so mm-hmm. uh, you know not only should the content be cool and shareable but it should be relevant to the viewers viewing it. and in that case it was in Plymouth so I'm sure a lot of Plymouth people were watching Absolutely. the videos yeah, yeah. And I think that ties in perfect too. I mean, a lot of the video you shoot is with drones and yes. a huge part of your business is, you know, your drone focus. And I mean, what are, for people that don't know, what are the basic uses for the drone and what are some of the challenges, you know, with being a drone operator and, and capturing video? Yeah. I mean, the basic uses are, um, and there's a lot of other non-basic uses, but uh, photo and video. So of course, legally you can fly 400 feet up in the air and you can go as far away from your person as you can by still seeing it. So mm-hmm. the sheer amount of stuff you can capture from up there is just amazing from mm-hmm. video to photo. So mm-hmm. if you're showing a landscape or you want to show like some B-roll of Plymouth, toss a drone up in the air, get some photos, get some video. That's a great way of implementing some cool uh, mm-hmm. footage. Um, the, you know, the challenging part, which is, I guess, just part of it is I feel like a lot of people just think a drone goes up and it goes forward <laughs> and you film whatever's in front of you. The hard part is actually making it creative. I think it's mm-hmm. easier on the ground because you have a camera you can mm-hmm. walk around with and that kind of stuff. When you're up in the air and there's so much to shoot, it's like, what do you shoot? Yeah. I could shoot everything or I could focus on one thing. So focusing on one thing is very hard. Mm-hmm. So that's why you kind of range, you know, you don't have to always fly 400 feet up in the air. You can fly lower. And if you're doing real estate, you got to know like angles of the roof. And there's a lot of just technical stuff, but it's not like I'm not trained in it so it's, right. you can learn it just by doing it right i was gonna say a lot of people own drones just for fun of, of course yeah. um but why is it important especially on a business point of view to hire someone to do it professionally i think it's just like anything else i mean your your content's going to come out better mm-hmm. and also just get to keep in mind that you have to have a license to do it commercially okay i have insurance on it mm-hmm. uh you know as they are fairly easy to fly but mm-hmm. there's still spinning blades that you could yeah. get right. hurt if you crash or things like that so right. You know, aside from like the legal, mm-hmm. you know, use of it at all, I think just hiring a professional, you're going to get professional footage. Absolutely. I mean, it seems obvious that I'm telling it to you, but right. you're just, you're going to get better footage. Yeah. Not saying that you can't do it yourself. I've mm-hmm. had plenty of clients that just say, what drone should I buy? I want to get into it. Yeah. And they get really good at it, which is a dream because that's yeah. great to have them buy it themselves. <laughs> Um, but you can certainly just buy it yourself and use it. But yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because it seems like a pretty popular hobby now. Yeah, it's, it's extremely popular. It seems like the realtors love it, and real estate mm-hmm. agents. I oh mean, yeah, every house I see now that's on the market that's on social media, it's got some sort of drone footage component to it. Oh yeah, especially I mean if downtown Plymouth, if mm-hmm. you're in Warren Ave or things like that, and you can see the water. I mean, right. it's a no-brainer. You're not gonna see the, the water from mm-hmm. your eye level for the most part. Yeah. So toss the drone up 100 feet, and there's the water, and people love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's so amazing the way technology is coming and, and where we are today, you know, and, and how we can incorporate this new technology within our businesses to help promote it and how it all works together. You know, the drone fit, fit, footage that you get can be used on all the platforms. It can be used on your website. It can be used in a number of different ways. Yeah, um, absolutely. Do a lot of businesses use drones? 
Um, it's a it's really, mostly it, real estate. Do you find? Uh, well, for us, it's real estate. Yeah. Like we did um, a hardware store. Oh, just, that's cool. Just because of it was a pretty massive campus and they had different buildings mm-hmm. and it was near a highway they wanted to showcase. So it, it's yeah. really again, it's like it's a case by case thing. Right. I wouldn't advocate it for a healthcare company right. unless you want to showcase the building or some B-roll. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, if you're doing if you're showcasing products, there's no need to have a drone. Yeah. So it's it's case by case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything, yeah, real estate, architecture, mm-hmm. landscape stuff that's kind of massive sure. like that. Then yeah, it's sort of a no-brainer to yeah. to use it. That's great. Is there anything well, else you'd like to add or to let our listeners know about um, what you do in your business or any final tips on trends or, you know, if someone's really just kind of diving into this whole aspect of social media and video and drones for the first time, what are just like your five key tips to not, to not you know, lose sight of or to... Yeah, I think I think the first thing is just don't be afraid to just do it. Like for me, and I struggled with this in the beginning, is I need to get the best drone, the best camera, and start producing mm-hmm. great content. That's never going to work unless you have a lot of money to back you up, which most people don't. Mm-hmm. So just hit the ground running, use your cell phone, understand the basics of video, which, I mean, you could talk to me or talk to or go on YouTube and watch mm-hmm. videos, but just get started. Don't let the price and the production value necessarily deter you from starting. So just start off the bat make relevant content that you enjoy doing. If you don't do it, people are going to see right through it, which gets to the beginning where I said authenticity and genuine content, I Mm -hmm. think is king. So be genuine with the way that you're producing stuff. And it's going to be uncomfortable if you film yourself. So get over the uncomfortability (laughs) of doing it. I mean, even for me, it was so awkward to have a camera pointed at you and, and, you know, say something in front of the, in front of the camera. Yeah. So get used to, un, you know, being uncomfortable and just surround yourself with people who are creative and may know more about stuff than you do. Like the guys that I hire, most of them know more about video than I do. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can learn from them you can cultivate a great environment and you can learn from each other and just don't be afraid to reach out. I mean, even to me, I mean, if anybody has any questions, I mean, I'm glad to answer anything that I can with you or refer you to someone else, but just, we're all in this together. So right. as, much as, as much as you can learn and as much as you can grow on social media with video, then I'm all for helping it whoever I can. And when businesses, especially smaller businesses with one person, if they're doing videos, what are your top tips for producing a video? Uh, if so, they're doing it themselves. Yeah. So, you know, if you set up, let's just say you can only afford to use your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, set it up properly so the mm-hmm. light is not shooting, you know, in a different way so your face is in the shade and yeah. things like that. Like, make sure it gets set up properly. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do a lot of different takes to get comfortable yeah. doing it, but just, just start doing it. Just yep. post a pretty basic video mm-hmm. um, and then just kind of start that way. Your budget's going to be pretty yeah. low, so start. Mm-hmm. The Also, the thing, even with us, is you can reuse content pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So like I told you earlier, if you film a five-minute long video, you already have that thing edited. Just take out segments for Instagram right. and reuse it. So you can reuse content as much as you want. Right. I mean, don't do it every single time, but right. you can reuse content, make it different, and also do it on a you know pretty small budget if you have a Which phone. Which is great and cost-effective. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then eventually, if you want to have a company come in and help you mm-hmm. take it to the next level, that's when you would hire someone like us. But I wouldn't even advise if you're starting off just... Do it, yeah. get used to it, find out what your troubles mm-hmm. are, what you're good at, and then eventually right. you so can hire someone. So just bite the bullet. Just That's get right. in there and do it. Bite the bullet and do it. Yeah, you just have to do it. Yeah. You have well, to get thrown into it. This information has been awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it's been so helpful for our listeners and our chamber members. And, uh, again, we can't thank you enough for being supportive of us and being a chamber member. And, um, you know, you've really provided us with just a great 
a large amount of information that I think is going to be helpful for our own business yeah. and hopeful, hopefully helpful to others. And you've done a variety of our events as well. So like Bark in the Park, I know you've done yep. our lobster auction. Lobster so. auction, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank no, you. and, and yeah, just thank you. You, you guys, too. You guys have been incredible to me and, and the company and mm-hmm. helping us, you know, get spread out, too. So I really appreciate what you guys are yeah. doing. And this is great that you're doing a podcast now. So congrats. Well, we're happy well, thank to you. see you grow and so successful. So. Yes. Um, thank you. Proud chamber. Thank you. So again, um, thank you to Matt Mulligan of Hawk Visuals for being in studio with myself, Bob Nolet, and Megan Doherty. And um, as you all know, um, this is our second podcast that we have filmed, and we are looking forward to filming the next one in our series. Um, And it's really going to focus on about podcasts and really what is a podcast and how uh, it can be useful to you. We're going to have Dan and Michelle in from PodSpark, who will be um, discussing um, the different aspects of podcasting. So please stay tuned. Thank you. Exciting. Thank you.